forever. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, if you like to just give someone a hug or a tap and say, hey, we love you. We love you online. Thank you for tuning in and agreeing with us in prayer. Prayer gets the job done. Amen. Hallelujah. If you're watching in your room by yourself, just leave your room and give your, a family member or friend a hug. God likes touch and communion. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Bless you forever. Hallelujah. <laughs> glory. Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. Well, my wife, Clarissa, is not here, as you can see. Hence, no worship this morning, but that was a good prayer. Praise God forever. Prayer of union. She's been fighting off a flu bug for the last three days. We've been standing in agreement over it. I don't know how it came in. My only suspicion on how it came in was that I did awake at 2 a.m. one morning, and she was standing over me with a kitchen knife. And uh, I, I'm pretty sure attempted murder is still considered murder in the heart, so... I'm pretty sure that's how the enemy came in there, but uh, I'm praying against that, so please pray for her. Just kidding. Amen. It's just an attack from the evil one, and the devil's defeated. Say, the devil's defeated, and Jesus is Lord. Amen. Hi, Claritha. She's watching online. She says, fresh oil and fresh rain from heaven right now in Jesus' name. She just texted. Bless you in Jesus' name. And bless our security guard who's off his post today, Samuel. And taking care of taking care of mom at home. I'm sure you're taking good care of her, right, Samuel? That's right. Not running her around. Olive's there as well, so Olive's in charge of security at home. <laughs> Training him in the ways of the Jedi. Hallelujah. God's so rich. God's so good. Ellie, did you have a good week after your baptism? Baptism always adds a little, well, a lot of something extra to your life when you make a public commitment. Christ. Amen. I felt the anointing in there. That's for sure. It rubbed off on me. I was kind of speechless for about two hours after that. The whole day, actually. So praise God. that God honors the, that. And I felt it as well. And then Mike Jan's daughter, Jan's son, she said uh, he took his kids to church for one of the first times today, this morning. Amen forever. So praise God. See something extra, the anointing. Amen forever. Well, a word in season. Before we begin, Clarissa printed these wonderful bulletins for September. They're in the back. They make good um, postcards, and they also make good cup holders, and they put wet beverages on them. There's extra. But they're beautiful. I picked them up from Staples the other day. My new mission field is Staples in Rancho Santa Margarita. And we've been at Walmart, too, buying shoes, returning shoes, and buying new shoes for the kids before they started school this week. I was actually at Walmart three times in one day. That's unheard of. And we just lit that store up, amen? At 6 a.m. in the morning before school, I had to return some shoes and get new ones for Lily. So we got that all around the clock. We got Walmart covered in, in uh, Foothill Ranch, amen. <laughs> How many of you know Walmart needs some help? Amen. It's a, it's a mission field in itself. You go in there, you can raise the dead, cast out devils, heal the sick, <laughs> cleanse the lepers, amen? There's, if you want to go on mission, just go to your local Walmart, amen? Hallelujah. And then we went to Target, lit up that place as well, because Walmart didn't have something. You know, where sin abounds, that's always been my verse the Lord's given me. Grace does much more abound. So he needs someone to go in there and bless those people. Same with Starbucks, you know. I don't support their business, but the, the girls at the, 
the drive-thru line need some help and need the gospel. Amen? They're just enslaved. They're just working. You know, they don't know. People don't know they're being ran by the enemy until they see the light. Amen? They don't know they're in darkness. So we got to help them out. Can I get an amen? Amen. So we have our communion service, 917. These are in the back. The Lighthouse meeting in Sherry Galen's is at 6.30 p.m. It's on the 28th this month, the last Thursday of the month, correct? The fourth Thursday. And then we also have in our Tuesday and Thursday night lives every night or every Tuesday and Thursday night at 6 p.m. on YouTube. And that's at Pastor Eli IFC. So please help me um, expand on social media, if you will. Christian doctrine. Because once one person breaks through, it usually opens the gate for many to follow. Amen forever. And we're going to take advantage of every available resource that's free for sure, right? I mean, it costs a lot less than TV airtime and social media is free. So I don't care what their agenda or whatever. That's a good place to preach the gospel because where, where sin abounds, <laughs> grace does much more abound. At least it should. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Lights on a hill that can't be hid. But let's get these verses in our hearts today. Go with me to Psalm 91, if you will. Psalm 91. Just being spirit-led on the scriptures today. God didn't give me a sermon. Hallelujah. But he always prepares us for what's to come. Hallelujah. Say we come against lockdowns in Jesus' name. The people of the earth don't have uh, authority privileges. They were taken from Satan. So it's up to us to speak a thing and decree it and establish it on earth. Amen forever. They don't know what's going on. Most of the people with masks I see in the grocery stores have no clue what's going on. So we need to enlighten them. Did you know that by the stripes of Jesus you were healed? And just get it in their ears. Whether they can, It's a great time to take advantage and practice your preaching because they usually can't talk back and you can't hear them under a mask. So just practice your preaching and they can hear it in their ears but can't talk back. It's a wonderful thing. Please take advantage of it. Amen? What the devil meant for harm, God uses for good. Amen? So use it. Use it. Amen forever. <laughs> just go off on them. Amen? If anyone comes to my door, I, I go off on them. And sometimes I, I'll stand there with a shotgun in my hand too and then go off. And then they'll really listen to you preach. Amen? If you're on your property, you got full jurisdiction, right? So that's a great time to preach the gospel if someone comes to your door with a sales pitch or something. What are you doing here? <laughs> then you hold your shotgun and they won't leave until you're finished. Amen? Right to bear arms. If you don't use it, you're going to lose it. Amen? Take advantage. That didn't go over so well. I'll, hopefully I'm appealing to my Guatemalan crowd online. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If you don't use it, you'll lose it. Amen. I said, if you don't use it, you'll lose it. Amen. Amen. Say, I'm using it. I'm using my freedoms. I'm using my rights. And my right to bear arms. Amen forever. Don't let them take your guns. Don't do that. Just like they try to take the word. Don't let them take the word. Don't let them take your guns. Keep rights. Freedom. Freedom, freedom, freedom. All right. Psalm 91. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High will abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in Him I will trust. Surely. Say surely. surely. And if you're a man, put Frank there. Frankly. 
He shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the perilous pestilence. He shall cover you with his feathers, and under his wings you shall take refuge. His truth, his word, shall be your shield and your buckler, holding you fastened, holding you down. You shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor of the arrow that flies by day, nor of those crazy drivers on the freeway by day. <laughs> the arrows that fly by day. All those young crazy drivers who have really loud engines for some reason, you can notice them coming from like a mile away, which is a benefit. Here comes a crazy, I can hear their engine before it even pulls up to me. Amen, time to move. <laughs> you shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor of the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor of the destruction that lays waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side from COVID and tuberculosis and cancer and tumors and growths. A thousand may fall at your side and 10,000 at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. Circle you if you have your Bible or highlight it on your phone. It shall not come near you. Say, it cannot come near me. No plague can come near my house or my body because of the bloodline. Amen forever. Only with your eyes shall you look and see the reward of the wicked. Because you have made the Lord who is my refuge, even the Most High your dwelling place, no evil, say no evil, shall befall you. Say me. So circle you there as well. Christians need to know this in their covenant. No evil shall befall you. Nor shall any plague, say any plague, nor shall any plague come near your dwelling, where you live and also your temple, your body. It cannot come near my body. And the best time to resist the devil is when he tries making his way through the front door, on the spot immediately. That's the best way to chase him off, is right when you know him. Don't let that act quick. Amen? And he'll flee from you in terror. But catch him at the door. Amen? That's the key. Because if you sit and you postpone, he's going he's going to entry and then he'll try suffocating you. Have you, have you ever noticed that with sickness or disease? It, it's just like a still blanket he tries putting on you slowly but surely. It's like a suffocation. So you have to catch him right at the door. If the thief is found out, he must repay sevenfold. So the moment you feel a symptom, well, oh, that's not God. No, shut up. Bow down to Jesus. Take vitamin C. Take your zinc. Do everything you can for your body and resist the devil. Amen. With the word of the living God. That's the key to battle, catching them right on the spot. You know, people in, in, at war, they don't wait. <laughs> they attack, amen? And we're on the offense, not the defense. So if you stay on the offense, Satan will be dealt with all the days of your life. It's only when you're caught around sitting down. <laughs> There's no adversary, life is good, and uh, eh, the devil shows up, right? Just like Bathsheba. I just find that funny, that name, because it was a she who was taking a bath. <laughs> Bathsheba. I think the writers named her. I, I don't think that was God's name. But David was supposed to be at war. It's when he was relaxing oh, that he got into sin, adultery, and then murder. Clarissa knows something about that. All right, moving on. Got to keep her awake. She's online. Love you. Mean it. I'm treating you just as you were in the front row. Praise God forever. I get correction texts I'm preaching. That's wonderful. <laughs> You're hired. My orator. Thank you, Jesus. 
All right, back to the scripture that puts us over. No evil will befall you, nor shall any plague come near your dwelling. Period. For he shall give his angels charge over you. Who's your protector on earth? It says here, angels. He shall give his angels charge over you. That's plural, angels. Charge over you. To keep you in all your ways. Whether you go to Trader Joe's or you go to Ralph's. Whether you go to the gas station or you go to Quick and Quack Car Wash. He'll keep you in all your ways. Amen. Wherever you go. Psalm 139 says he knows you're sitting down and he knows you're rising up. He knows when you leave the house and when you come back in. And I always claim Deuteronomy 28 that I'm blessed coming in and blessed going out. Which means I'm more blessed coming back in. Amen. Whenever you leave the house, you should be more blessed coming back in. Can I get an amen? That's just scripture. Nor shall any plague come near your dwelling. For he gives his angels charge over you to keep you in all. Say all. All your ways. In their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. Well, what about a car wreck? Well, this is a dashing against your foot or a toe against a stone. Say, no accidents for me. No accidents for my family. My angels protect us, lest we dash our foot against the stone. You shall tread upon the lion and the cobra, the young lion and the serpent you shall trample underfoot. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore I will deliver him. Now the Lord starts speaking. See how it switched there? From third person to first person? David was a prophet as well. Now Jesus is speaking through right here. Because he has set his love upon me, that's the Lord. Therefore I will deliver him. I will set him on high because he has known my name. Amen forever. Jehovah. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with you. Let's make it personal. I will be with you in trouble from Jesus himself. I will deliver you and honor you with long life. I will satisfy you and show you my salvation. Say, Lord, I want to see it right now. Let's put him on the spot. He said it. He makes it good. He hastens his word to perform it. So it's up to us to put him in remembrance of his word. Amen. I had a big long talk to him uh, last night after a dinner party in San Juan Capistrano. Young couple, young couple with just a baby and a young boy, just two kids, bought a $4.5 million home that the previous owners just ripped to the ground and spent at least a million dollars on this gorgeous house on the top of a hill in San Juan. And they're, I would say they're me and Clarissa's age and this huge house. So I definitely had to talk with my father and I said, do you see their house? <laughs> and they're not professing you as much as I am. That was the end of that. I'll get back to you on that. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore I'll deliver him and set him on high because he's known my name. He'll call upon me and I'll answer him. I'll be with him in trouble, deliver him and honor him. With long life I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. Go with me to Matthew 6.33. Cher called it out last service. When I was preparing for the service last Sunday, I was reading scriptures along the, the line of the, the topic of the service, and then the Lord tried leading me to Matthew 6.33, and I didn't go there, Cher. And then you called it out. Seek first. And I said, see, everything works together for good. Matthew 6. I said, Lord, that doesn't fit the subject. I'm not going there. <laughs> and then you said it. 
Praise God forever. Therefore, I say to you, words in red wind, Jesus, do not worry about your life. Commandment. Do not worry about your life, what you'll eat, what you'll drink, what your body, what, nor about your body, what you'll put on it. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap. And like I say every week, we have a public example and display of the birds right here who are trapped for our observation pleasure. Just to fulfill scripture, they're there. Amen. Look at them. For they neither sow nor reap. Humans are the only creature on earth that have the benefit of sowing and reaping. The animals do not. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns like we should. We should all have savings accounts. And wills, by the way. Does everybody have a will? I mean, you should have a will at age 30. If you don't have a will, you can go to churchorg.com. No, sorry. Church will online churchwill.com and have a free will if you don't have them for all the ones that don't have them you don't want your money going to Gavin Newsom if you're living in California okay that's all I'm going to say about that moving on <laughs> it's not wrong to plan ahead it's just called wisdom you don't want your money going into the wrong hands amen forever and I ain't planning on dying any anytime soon but you got to be prepared right alright amen we're all there we're all conservatives. We're all patriots. We know about planning ahead, right? Okay. If there are lockdowns for some reason to a small sect of the world, I'll probably be opening six car washes this year. <laughs> Quick and quacks. <laughs> for all the people in quarantine with masks who don't want to go out in public. Drive through car washes. Anyways, back to the word. <laughs> Plan ahead, right? Plan ahead. Look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? Which of you, by worrying, can add one cubit? Cubit is actually 18 inches, literally, so a foot and a half. Which of you, by worrying, can add a foot and a half to his stature or grow? So why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. And yet I say to you that even Solomon, the wisest, richest man that lived and will live, the scriptures say, in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Now if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more, say much more, that's a great study in the word, all the much mores, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? But what about you of Louis Vuitton faith? Yeah, much more, amen? Will he not much more clothe you, O oh, you of little faith, therefore do not worry, saying, What shall we eat, drink, wear? For after all these necessities, the Gentiles, who aren't known of God and do not know God, seek after. For your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. There's a separation here. From saint and sinner, two different worlds, two different kingdoms. For your heavenly fathers know Father knows that you need all these things. But seek first, verse 33, the way of life for the Christian. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you that they're going after. If you put the kingdom first, this is a promise from God to you, that all the necessity of life you won't have to worry about. They're going to be added to you free of charge just for sowing your time into him and putting in first place. I did that just this week. We woke up 
And for the first time, I turned the TV off because summer's ended now. Now we're back on track. Amen? <laughs> and we had our quiet time, our Bible study. Remember that, Sophie? And the Spirit of God just filled our house just because I put Him first. And it was a lovely presence. It was wonderful. Healing was there. Provision was there. And it just lasted and lingered the whole day, that anointing. Overall, everywhere we went. And I could tell the difference of when you put God first and when you don't. You'll struggle, you'll toil, you'll sweat, you'll borrow. If you just put God first, he'll provide everything for us. Amen. Amen forever. So there's two separate systems here, the world system and then his kingdom. So we do things differently in the kingdom. And this is how we do it, by seeking first his kingdom and his righteousness, his way of doing things and being right. And all these things that the world's going after will be added to you. There has to be a great wealth transfer coming to the people of God. And it's going to have to be a supernatural God because they're holding, it, they're holding on to it pretty tight. So it has to be a breaking in the spirit realm for God to just move and transfer the wealth so that he can come once the gospel is preached to every creature because it takes wealth to do it. There's a story in the book of Acts where they laid up large sums of money and bribed the Roman soldiers, the Jews, and paid them off that, and, and said, and it's still, it, the Bible says it's still spread throughout this day, that his disciples stole his body out of the grave and he didn't rise again from the dead. That's in the book of Acts. But it says they paid him off large sums of money. That's why it's important for us to have the money and not them. Because they're paying people off every day to snuff out the gospel. Amen. That's what they're trying to do. No gospel equals another dark age. There's no gospel, no light, just darkness. So the gospel is the key out of communism and into freedom. And then they're trying to get the last stronghold, America. That ain't going to happen. The devil's not going to touch God's land. Amen forever. This is God's territory, God's turf, and we're here. And until we're out of here, we're in charge. Whether you like that or not, you're in charge of planet Earth while you're here. But seek first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added to you. Therefore, don't worry about tomorrow today. For tomorrow will worry about its own things. Amen forever. Don't touch tomorrow with the circumstances you're going through today. It ain't going to last. The Bible says everything you see is temporary and subject to change. Which means anything you don't like in the temporary, in the now, is subject to the change through the word of God coming out your lips. You can change your tomorrow today. You can change your today now. Because faith is now. You shall decree a thing and it will be established for you. Amen. So don't take thought, oh, I'm feeling ill, I'm running out of cat. No. Don't let that be transferred in, in your imagination to tomorrow like the devil wants. No money's coming in tomorrow. And money will come in today because I'm in command of it. It's just another material object just like a fig tree. I can speak to it and it will obey me. Actually, it did come from trees. It's paper. So go ahead. Like that. Just call it in. Amen. Paper will obey you. Leaves obey chair. <laughs> paper. Come on. It'll obey you. Amen. Maybe that's what the Lord's waiting for, for you to speak to it. Do a little dance for me, in Jesus' name. I command you. Amen. Palm fronds, bow down at the Master's feet. People are in charge of planet Earth. Saved people. You know, he created the Earth and everything in it for his children, not for the heathen. Which means everything you see the heathen have, 
God really created it for you. The thief has just brought it into their hands. So there has to come a breakdown and a breaking in the spirit realm for them to disperse it and let go of it. God has to move upon them. And I just told him, just transfer it electronically. I mean, into her account. I told Karen that last night while we were working. She said, that happened to you twice, right, Sherry? Transfer it electronically into your account. That's where all the money's at anyway. So if they're even going to try to go all digital, I'm, I'm expecting wealth transfers digitally into my accounts. Amen? It says you bless my storehouses. Wealth transfers are all throughout history in the Word of God. The people of God moved into the promised land after a wealth transfer happened first. That's Joel 2 and 3. First comes wealth transfer, then comes the outpouring of the Holy Spirit on all flesh. The scripture, just like Egypt. I love that story and how they spoiled the Egyptians. They were in slavery for 430 years. That's a lot of generations. Let's just say a generation is 100 years. That's at least four generations in slavery, in bondage, working for the enemy. Working for the enemy. And then Moses came along and led them out of that. Out of, let them out of Egypt with mighty signs and wonders, dawned through the Holy Ghost and God through the hand of Moses. And the, the midwives, who the Jews were known for being exceptional midwives and having great midwife businesses, to the Egyptians delivered all their kids. And then they had businesses as well, serving the Egyptians. And then when the Lord, the Lord started dealing with them through Moses and leading them out, he said, go to all the people that you serve for free, in slavery for the last 400 years and demand of them your pay. Give me. My previous generation, there has to be a generation that gets fed up with the enemy and with bondage and slavery to break through to the other side for the next generations. Amen? No, I'm not bowing my knee to the banks. No, I'm going to be the lender, not the borrower. I'm going to put my line in the sand and draw the blood of Jesus. No, I ain't bound to a world economy. God's my source and he's going to show up. And if he don't, that's on him, not me. Amen forever. That's our covenant. He said it. He'll make it good, right? I'm not going to man for nothing. How about you? Man comes to me to bring me money, just like Solomon, the blessing. I don't go looking for clients. Clients come to me to bring me money. One girl, a lawyer in Kodo, contacted me the other day. And then another guy in Santa Ana just the other day. And said, I really need meal prep. I really need meals here. I'm suffering, man. And I said, I don't deliver to Santa Ana. That's outside my jurisdiction coverage range. <laughs> and he said, please. And I said, well, I can hire a delivery driver who lives in Westminster who can deliver to you. And uh, I made it happen, and he paid extra for it. He forced his money on me. Amen? <laughs> and then the lawyer in Kodo forced her money on me. She said, I really need this. And then she sent the money on the spot a week ahead. And that's just what happens. Amen? And as I continue to even press in and put the kingdom even more first, it's just the covering. And the kingdom just keeps flowing. Amen? When you put him first. If he's last, you're going to have to do everything yourself. And he don't want you to do that. That's just leaning on the arm of the flesh. Jeremiah 17.5 says, Cursed is the man who trusteth in his own flesh, who makes his flesh his strength, whose heart departs from the living God. So why live under the curse when you can put them first and just live under the blessing where it's easy? And money flows and healing flows. Amen. If you put them first, all the benefits of heaven will flow in your life. If you don't, they'll be last. And you'll have to strive for them at the end. When it's a little too late, right? Because if I would have just put them first, I wouldn't even be going through this or suffering. 
He has my whole world in his hands. I just keep it there. Amen. Hallelujah. Say, God's my source. I ain't bowing my knee to man. I'm not planning on getting the mark of the beast. How about you? Although I won't be here while we're here. But even if we were here, I'm not planning on getting it. So why bow to man right now? You got to start somewhere. Romans 13, 8, is it? Oh, no man anything but to love him. Kenneth and Gloria Copeland adopted that scripture when they had nothing starting out their ministry and never borrowed a day in their life for the ministry or their personal needs. Never went into debt. Applied that verse. And they've saved something about $63 million in interest throughout the years just making that one quality decision. So somebody in the generational line has to make that decision for the next generation. That I ain't borrowing the money. I'm expecting the wealth of the wicked to be transferred to me. Proverbs 13.22, a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. And it's a clause there. It's a conjunction. And the wealth of the sinner is laid up for the just. Well, God better hurry on that. Because time's running out and he knows it. He's going to have to transfer that money supernaturally quick. Gimme. <laughs> Just like the Jews to the Egyptians. And it says they spoiled the Egyptians for asking, asking for recompense from all their hard labor and travail and toiling and slavery for 400 years. And they left with jewelry, silver, and gold, and they left very rich into the promised land. Think about that. A million people wealth transferred into the land of promise to go in there with. Build nice houses. The wealth of the sinners laid up for the just. Ecclesiastes 2.26. you have a Bible you want to turn there and highlight that verse? If you don't know it by heart, come on, turn there with me. What you, what you reading the word with today? Ecclesiastes 2.26. Don't tell me you got that memorized in your heart. You don't need a Bible like I need a Bible. <laughs> Ecclesiastes 2.26. Come on, put your eyes on it. Say it's our time. I'm not laying down. I'm going to the other side. The more pressure, the more blessings. Persecution comes with a hundredfold, the scriptures say. Ecclesiastes 2 and verse 26 says, For God gives wisdom and knowledge and joy to a man or woman who is good in his sight. Say, I'm good in his sight. Well, aren't you good forever because of the blood of Jesus in his eyes? Yeah, you are. For God gives wisdom knowledge and joy to a man who's good in his sight but to the sinner he gives the work of gathering and collecting that he may give to him who is good before God say the sinners working for the church say Bill Gates and George Soros and the Democratic Party are heaping up in these last days to give to us the church That's just truth. That's what the word says. That the sinner is working for the just. So I encourage them. Keep working hard, man. <laughs> Go out there and get that money. Because it's coming to us, the church, the righteous. Who don't buy Boeing 747s to take children to an island to rape them. Who don't peddle sin like Hugh Hefner did with his. We don't start uh, banks to fund liquor stores, whorehouses, casinos. The wealth laid up for the church 
because we know how to build his kingdom with it. Amen. Say wealth transfer come into my hands. And just make a vow in your quiet time and pledge it to the Lord because it's coming soon. So get ready for it. Be prepared for what you're going to do with your harvest and the wealth transfer. When it comes into your hands, are you ready and are you trained? Are you trained in your health to keep it? And are you trained in your wealth to keep it? Because sometimes it's easy to get money. The hardest thing is to keep it. Are you trained? What are you going to do with it? What are you going to do for it? So I'm getting myself prepared. That's what he's been dealing with me about. Get my heart ready. Cut off things that I don't need to be paying for. Did that last week. $6.99 Peacock subscription to an online TV thing for the kids. I didn't need that. Cut it out. Just cutting out things. Amen. Good stewards with what's his. Because it's all his. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. He wants it in the right hands to wrap this thing up with. Amen. There's going to come a big wealth transfer. And the people who are ready to receive it will receive it. And those who expect it will have it. To move the gospel forward with. Amen forever. We saw a Chick-fil-A by our house be built. It seemed like it took four days to knock down a claim jumper in Mission Viejo and then build a brand new Chick-fil-A. We were there day one to support. <laughs> Some people stayed in the parking lot overnight and were the first customers at 6 a.m. I said, those are the same people who like Star Wars. I know you. You went fine. But we were there. It seemed like it was built in four days. I mean, if they can put up a Chick-fil-A in that sort of time, surely we can put up a church, amen? If there's a Starbucks on every corner that supports a woke agenda, surely there can be a spirit-filled church on every corner. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. But it takes a fervent heat and tenacity from the people of God to not only know what's theirs, but to press in for it until it's theirs. Just like your healing. It doesn't just fall off you like Brother Hagin said, like ripe cherries off a tree. You gotta pick it. You gotta aggressively harvest. And California, sadly, is known for its nonchalantness. I think it's the weather. People retire in California, in the desert, and in Florida, and just relax, because it's good weather. But when the power of God comes into you, and the fire of God, I don't care what state you're living in, things should be shaken when you go out. People should be shaken. Businesses, governments, everything we see, because it's subject to change. And we're the only ones who are going to change it before we leave this place. You're here for a reason. You're still alive here for a very divine purpose. God has you handpicked for this season, this year even. In 2023, our year for the word, our word for the year, you shall rejoice and see. We got four months left. Jerry Savelle's word is that it's the year of the maximum, the highest level attainable. So I'm standing for the best health I've ever had this year and the largest amount of wealth I've ever had this year. How about you? The year of the maximum. Four months left to hit it hard. To press in, to pray, and to believe for all you can. I encourage any woman watching online to attend Sherry's prayer meeting on the 28th. I don't care what church you're going to. That place is taken off. And you'll press in and get benefits there. Lay them down with benefits in the Holy Ghost. 
If you want to experience the Holy Ghost and you're a woman, go there. In Jesus' precious name. Let's pray. Did you get something from this message? Yeah. Amen. Father, we bless you and we thank you for today. We thank you for mighty warriors and your troops that you're raising up. Just like you did Moses at age 80. Just like Abraham at age 75. You called them out and raised them up at age 90. It's never too late in the kingdom of God. Say that with me. My youth is renewed like the eagles. I shall run and never grow weary. I shall walk and never grow faint. I expect a hundredfold on every seed I've ever sown into the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I expect it now before I leave this earth so that I can be a blessing to my church, to my family, to my friends, and to God in the kingdom. I press in these four months more than I ever have. And I will obtain wealth transferences into my hands and accounts for the people and the kingdom of Almighty God. In Jesus' name. I just pray in the Spirit. I speak new business ideas and ventures in Jesus' precious name. That the people of God are on earth right now for a select reason and purpose. And they're not finished. We've only just begun. I thank you for a fresh awakening, a fresh infilling, and a fresh step for every believer in the soles of their feet to tread on serpents with, to tread on the devil upon his head, to tread upon a foul democratic agenda that ain't going to take place while the church of the living God is here. While the restrainer is here, no evil agenda can persist and be victorious. Say, I'm in charge. I know my rights and privileges. And I ain't going to let the devil steal them. Hallelujah, saints. <laughs> Glory to God. Hallelujah. Say, I'm alive with the life of heaven. Jesus made me awake, not woke. Jesus woke me up. I am awake, not woke. That's all that's necessary for a woke generation is to just wake up. Just to wake up with the words of the living God, Jesus Christ himself. Hallelujah. That's the key for a woke generation is an awakened people spreading the light. We give you praises, Father, for evangelism and a fresh spirit because it's in the heart of every Christian to evangelize and to spread the good news. I come against a foul spirit of fear that's been holding your people back in the body of Christ. And that as pressure is applied, they'll rise up higher and higher and get louder and louder and even louder than the devil that likes to spout off his own head. We give you praises for violent, forceful, taken prophets of the Most High God who will speak a thing, decree a thing, and establish it on planet Earth, in this government, and in this land, and whatever nation you're watching from. The people of God are on the move. Have you noticed? The people of God are on the move and nothing can hold us back. Give you all the glory. Devil, you're defeated. <laughs> and Jesus is Lord. You're coming to an end. Your plans and agenda are coming to naught. And we're going to see you roast in the lake of fire soon. And I'm going to laugh at your head. Ha, ha, ha. Who caused every sickness and every disease known to man. Every premature death. Every bit of lack and destruction you were in charge of. I'm going to get great pleasure watching you burn for eternity. 
<laughs> it's going to be a good day, Satan. A good day for us and a horrible day for you. Just wanted to remind you of that. Wanted to remind you of your future. You're a dead spirit and you have no authority over our lives. We remind you of your future and remind you of ours. We win. We live forever. You die. You lose. <laughs> so that's the same for every human being that's tied himself to his agenda. They die. They lose. We win. We live forever. Just read the back of the book. It's a good time to get on the winning side. If you died and you're not sure you're going to heaven, now's a good time with people perishing all around this planet. Say this with me. Say, Heavenly Father, I believe Jesus Christ died for me personally and rose again. I ask that he comes into my heart and into my life now. In Jesus' name, amen. The Bible says, whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. You can take that to the banks of heaven. That when you die, you're going to heaven if you've called Jesus Lord. All the other texts and religions are filled with doctrine, but not prophecy. The Bible is the only book that looks ahead and shows you the future. Prophecy is only found in this book. If you want to know what's ahead, get in the Bible. It'll show you what's to come. And you'll be prepared for eternity. In heaven or in hell, it's up to you. You have free will and free choice. Blessing or cursing. Life or death. Amen forever. Are you glad God gave people free will? Yeah. Eh, mental, mental. <laughs> I wish he'd just tell me what to do and force me to do it sometimes. Just make people come to him. But he gave us free will. Freedom. Freedom of speech. Freedom of thought. That's what makes America so great. And he's trying to destroy it. He ain't going to touch America. The devil will never have the last say. God sits in the heavens and he laughs, the Bible says. And so should me and you. They try to take everything. We'll be sitting in the perfect posture in our thrones in heaven on earth. Ha, ha, ha. Can't touch me. Can't cross the bloodline today. What a life in the kingdom of God. Amen forever. Say, I'm moving ahead. I'm moving forward. In Jesus' name. If anyone like prayer here or online, just raise your hand. If you like prayer and the prayer of agreement for anything that you've been believing for. Just raise your hand if you want prayer for agreement. Yes, Miss Beth? How can we agree with you? This pain is removed off my side and my eyes are healed and healthy. And I can see 20-20 vision, no cataracts, and that's it. Amen. Amen. So stretch out your hand to Miss Beth in Jesus' precious name. We curse every foul disease and every foul weapon of the enemy who came to steal, kill, and destroy. And you will not have this one or touch God's property in Jesus' precious name. Moses' eyesight was not diminished nor his natural forces abated at 120 years of age. And you're not a respecter of person, you're a respecter of faith. You've given me 2020 and you're not a respecter of person. So I decree and declare perfect eyesight in Jesus' precious name. <laughs> any reconstructive surgery or work you need to do upon the retinas and the pupils, do it now, Holy Spirit, in Jesus' precious name. Thank you for fresh eyes to see with, new colors even, 
new life. I rebuke color blindness in Jesus' precious name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Father God, for fresh lens, fresh lenses in Jesus' precious name. Come against any pain or in the side or kidneys or liver of any kind. If you've had kidneys too in your lower back or across your midsection in your back and you feel like it's kidneys or an organ, just place your hand there where you've had pain in Jesus' precious name. What he'll do for one, he'll do for all. I'll do for all. Not one feeble person amongst their tribes. So we curse pain now in Jesus' name. Any chronic pain, be thou removed and be cast into the sea. <laughs> in Jesus' name, no plague will come near my dwelling. I speak divine health. I receive divine life. In Jesus' name. And I will not speak contrary to the word all the days of my life. Faith always has a good report. For God is always good. And we give Him all the praises. Our healer, our captain, our savior, our deliverer, our provider. In Jesus' name, our Lord. Such a good physician. Such a good doctor and healer. We receive. Just raise your hands and just receive the fresh breath of heaven as this wind passes through. I receive a new breath into my lungs. No virus or any kind will ever try to constrict my lungs. I have authority and jurisdiction over them. Fresh breath. Hallelujah. Without mints and chewing gum. Fresh breath. From heaven. It's good to be able to breathe clean air without a mask on. The air of heaven follows you everywhere you go. I'll be challenging people to take off their mask in public. The kingdom of God has come near you, he told his disciples to say. The kingdom of God has come near you when they showed up. You should say the same thing. The kingdom of God is present around you. You don't need that mask. Breathe. Try it. You won't die. The carriers of the kingdom. Our mission statement is empowering others to spread the kingdom of God on earth. Do you feel empowered by coming here? So once you're empowered, you just spread. It's just natural. You get empowered, it's just a natural flow. And you're spreading everywhere we go. We're good farmers, aren't we? Good sowers of seed. We love you guys. Thanks for believing in us here. Supporting us. Yes, Miss Sharon? And the Spirit of the Lord says unto you in this place, prepare your hearts. Prepare your hearts with the word. Prepare your hearts and fear not. For the enemy is about to throw a temper tantrum like that of a two or three year old child. And he will kick, he will scream, he will flail. But unto you I say, he will fail. For the remnant has risen. The remnant is speaking. The remnant is living righteous. The remnant is calling for righteousness in this land. 
And that thief, that evil thief, that destructive one, he senses and he knows about the transfer. For a transfer is coming, a transfer of power, a transfer of land, a transfer of money, a transfer of buildings, a transfer of airplanes, a transfer of automobiles. There is a great transfer coming, for he knows it's coming out of his hands and going unto the remnant. Oh, my children, you have heard it said, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Things are going to be added unto you. Watch and watch and watch. For the Lord your God is about to deliver into your hands things so unbelievable and blessings that you seek. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God forever. Hallelujah. Well, the Spirit's here. Amen. Anyone else have a testimony or word? You know, you get what you preach on, so I'm expecting wealth transfers to begin immediately. You have something to say, Brother Steve? Well, I guess we have a praise report. Uh, we embarked on uh, our version of Magellan's circumnavigation of the globe. Uh, we went around the country in the car, uh, visiting friends, some of whom had left California to live elsewhere. Um, and we asked the Lord to send his hovering angel every inch of the 7,500 miles. And he did. Uh, only one untoward event happened, and that was when we blew a tire on a pothole near Omaha. And guess what? Where was it? Anyway, yeah, okay, somewhere in Oklahoma. And <laughs> guess what? Uh, there was a tire shop uh, actually nearby. Now we got that switched down and got back on our way in two hours, and we were just so blessed everywhere we went. We really did feel like we had the hovering angel of protection on us, everyone we talked to, um, the way the car performed, even the weather. Uh, it was all just a blessed event, uh, much more than we had actually um, been seeking. So when we got back at the stroke of midnight on Thursday, we pronounced to the Lord, mission accomplished. We've been planning this for months. And this is our praise report. The Lord came through for us. And uh, we think we did our due diligence as well because everywhere we went, we tried to um, spread uh, what he had done for us uh, in making all of this possible. So there's our praise report. Amen. Amen. Yeah, when you travel out of the state, it's amazing how many people think, oh, there's actually Christians in California. Go figure. I, I seem to come across that. So it's nice that Californians actually go outside the state and shine. Wonderful thing. Miss Sherry, are you leaving for Indiana soon? The 13th. The 13th. Okay, cool. Amen. All right. We bless everybody. Thanks for tuning in. We love you guys. Thanks, Papa, for all the setup. Love you. Thank you. And thank you, Sophie, our new sound girl. And Lily. You want to sing next week, Lily? <laughs> or worshiper? All right. I'll keep asking. <laughs> love you all and bless you. Thanks for reminding me of our offering. Thanks, Miss Sherry. It's good to be able to give. Amen. Let's label this wealth transfer seed. I sow this seed today, whether it's a tithe or offering in Jesus' name, and fully expect a hundredfold, and a wealth transfer from the hand of the wicked to the just. 
not from Christians, from the hand of the sinner to the just. In Jesus' precious name. Say that with me. Wealth transfer seed. God wants you to have the money. It's about time. Amen forever. So, Father, we pray over this offering. We lift it up to you as sweet-selling sacrifice and savor in your eyes and heart. And we offer these tithes and offerings to you, Jesus Christ, the high priest and the head of the church. And you receive them and present them before our Father. They represent our time and effort and work. And we don't take it lightly, neither do you. We thank you for our new building. We give you praises for it. People will have a big auditorium to run under for safety and shelter, provision and care and love. And we thank you that the sinner's building it for us. Give you all the glory. Thank you for apt business minds, just like you have, about your Father's business. We worship you, and we know we can't outgive you. So we thank you for multiplying it a hundred times back to us. In Jesus' precious name, that we'll be magnets for the kingdom of God. Draw in not only the sinner to salvation, but the wealth that they can't control as well. We give you all the glory for it. And if you agree with that, say amen. 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 Those of you online can give. There's ways to give flashing across your screen. I'm waiting for our first big online giver. I just hit 450,000 views on YouTube yesterday. That's almost a half a million people who've seen my shiny face smiling. Well, that's a good seat. People are attracted to people who smile. We're not attracted to people who uh, don't smile. Have you noticed? I avoid those people in the grocery stores. How about you? But I ran a guy, a guy at Ralph's the other day. It was an older guy just pushing his cart, smiling. And I said, I like you. I just smiled right back, and we just had our own little party for a second and a half together in the aisle of Ralph's. Amen? People are attracted to people who smile. Amen? And the joy of the Lord is our strength. Amen? You feel uplifted today. So thank you for your giving. I believe that first online giver is going to be blessed. Amen? Hallelujah. Yes, Ron? Did you have something to say? Thanks for our brother Russ uh, traveling over 2,000 miles this past week on his motorcycle. And we're trying to take him. And also throw in all the kids on his electric bikes that they get some wisdom and some guidance because it's pretty dangerous and scary. Dad has the share of protecting angels. He's been through it and he's come out on the other side. I think he came out on a motorcycle from the womb, but I'll have to, I'll have to check with Grandma, who's still alive at 92 in Leisure World. And isn't she going flying up to Alaska like in a week? She's up in Alaska right now. She never stops. She drives over to our house. She's the, the girl's only great-grandma, Grandma Mary. But um, I wouldn't be surprised if he came out on a bike. Amen. <laughs> All right. That's a wrap. We love you guys. Be being blessed. Have a great week. All right. See you.